Bees and Seaweed, Recent Advertising Results One of my greatest weaknesses as the lead marketer at Stonemaier Games is online advertising. I've experimented with ads over the years with little success. It's far from the only way to spread the word about the brand, but I've seen other creators use advertising tools incredibly well. So a few months ago, I reached out to a few advertising experts who had filled out our job application and found a good fit in Andrew Cook. On a month-to-month -month basis, we're paying Andrew to create and run ads, primarily on Facebook and Instagram for now, for our games, with a set budget each month. Andrew has been a joy to work with. He's very independent, he sends weekly results, he runs ads by me for a quick review before publishing them, and he's very flexible, especially given that we're figuring things out as we go. I found it really helpful to define the, the purpose of the advertising experiment. Whenever we create a new ad, I try to be specific with Andrew about the goal of that ad. These are four of the goals that, that we've approached either to expand our reach to people who aren't already familiar with or following Stillmeyer Games, generate launch notification signups for our new products like Apiary, build buzz during key moments for new games like when launch orders are shipping and when the retail release happens, and to generate sales for specific products. The most distinct and impressive result I've seen so far is the 8,000 plus launch notifications we've received for Apiary, which is, for, which is more than any new game that we've launched over the last three years other than Red Rising. I talked to another creator, Leah Gonzalez, about this, and I've been impressed by the pre-launch ads for Kelp that she has run through her company, Wonderbow. Leah saw two big jumps in Kelp project followers when she started running ads showcasing a mini expansion. She gained plus eight, plus 800 followers then, and then later in conjunction with Essen Spiel, plus 700 followers. Leah kindly offered some insights about which ads performed better than others. Image types. Quote, we tried, different type, we tried different types of images in our ads. Some had a more casual, user-generated look, while others were professionally made and showed the laid-out laid out components while a different set just displayed the box. Surprisingly, those featuring just the box outperformed the others. Videos versus images. We thought videos would be great for showing how the game is played, but surprise, surprise, the video ads didn't do as well as the images. In fact, they perform really, really bad. It could be that people either don't have the attention span to watch a full video, or that the first frame of a video isn't as catchy as an image. Pre-campaign offer. We're offering a mini expansion for just $1 before the Kickstarter even starts. This way, we get vital insight into the actual demand for kelp, and this information helps us to fine-tune the quality of components and find the lowest price point we can set for the game. Although we've been really successful pre-selling the mini expansion, what's interesting is that the ad focused on the game is that the ad focusing on the game itself is performing much better than the one with a $1 offer in the main headline. This shows me that in board games, it's not just about offering the lowest price. Last, audience. Our look into different audiences gave us some interesting information as well. While board game enthusiasts welcomed our ads, so did people who share interests in aquariums, design, and plants. However, targeting people that like the outdoors and camping didn't do as well. Thanks, Leia. If you're curious about Kelp, a deeply asymmetric game that pits an elusive octopus against a predatory shark, here's a link to the pre-launch page. Leia also recommends the platform LaunchBoom for new creators to learn and chat about crowdfunding. Before I wrap up, I wanted to share a few other results and observations from our ongoing advertising experiment. First, add a question. Unlike normal social media posts about our games, ads don't generate much conversation. So I've encouraged Andrew to add a simple question, when applicable, to the ads to increase engagement. Multiple images. For a while, all of our ads were single image ads, but I realized that just like any other social media post, the ads could include multiple images to scroll through. My perception is that the first ad is the most important, but if someone wants to go deeper, it's helpful that they can do so with just the flick of their finger. 
sign-up forms. The content the ad leads to is just as important as the ad itself. Andrew has been great to make a few requests regarding our sign-up forms to increase the clarity of what people are signing up for and the ease of use. Sexism. For a week, we ran an ad featuring a person playing Expeditions, one of the many photos we commissioned from Tim Schwann. The person happens to be a woman, and for some reason, that meant that a bunch of men outside of our regular sphere of influence thought it was their place to make incredibly sexist comments on the ad. I deleted the comments whenever I saw them, and I'm appalled by this behavior. If you're someone who does this, please stop. Subtitles. We haven't run video ads yet as part of this experiment, but if we do, we will add subtitles to them, as I think a lot of people watch ad videos with the sound off. Last, name the product. Every now and then I see an image-based ad that doesn't include the name of the product anywhere in the image or description. It was a good reminder to me that sometimes we forget the most important thing. Overall, I'm happy with the experiment so far and will continue working with Andrew month to month, adding new product campaigns and different types of ads. So far, it seems that most of the revenue was coming from Facebook, not Instagram, but it's hard to tell about followers. I personally prefer Instagram for my social media interactions, but it's always on my phone where I'm less likely to interrupt my scrolling to click on anything, so I can understand that conversions are more difficult there. Can you think of any ads you've seen recently on social media, like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, banner ads, etc., that you found compelling to look at and click on? Let me know in the comments of the post.